It's October 23rd, 2023, and these are your headlines. Buckle up, you knew the problem at the border was bad. Maybe you didn't know how bad it is. U.S. Customs and Border Protection announced that encounters with illegal aliens in September were the highest ever recorded since the federal government began tracking that data. Now, for context, September saw 269,735 encounters. And September was the last month of the federal fiscal year. It goes October through September. The closing of the fiscal year saw a record-breaking tally of 2,475,669 encounters with illegal aliens along the southwest border. The previous record, well, that was held by last fiscal year, which saw just under 2.4 million illegal border crossings. Texas is currently in its third legislative special session right now, where Abbott has requested lawmakers construct additional legislation to address border security needs, including legislation to do more to reduce illegal immigration by creating a criminal offense for illegal entry into the state from a foreign nation and authorizing all licensed peace officers to remove illegal immigrants from Texas. He also requested legislation to impede illegal entry into Texas by increasing the penalties for criminal conduct involving the smuggling of persons or the operation of a stash house and legislation to impede illegal entry into Texas by providing more funding for the construction, operation, and maintenance of border barrier infrastructure. So where is the legislature on all this? Well, we are halfway through the special session now. It's, it's been going on for two weeks. They can last up to 30 days at a time. Senate Bill 4 by Senator Pete Flores, that's one that would increase penalties for human smuggling and operating the stash house. That's already passed the Texas Senate long ago at this point. It's been approved by the House State Affairs Committee. Simply needs to be put on the calendar for a, floor, for a full vote by the House. The Senate also passed Senate Bill 11 by Senator Brian Birdwell to create a criminal penalty for improper entry from a foreign nation. However, the House is pushing their own version of the bill. That would be House Bill 4 by State Representative David Spiller. That bill has passed out of the House State Affairs Committee and it is awaiting placement on the calendar for a floor vote. No matter what the legislature does, or in this case, maybe doesn't do to address the problem, it's certainly getting worse. We see what the Biden administration is allowing to happen. We've had record years now of these known encounters, and this is important to note, by the way, is that when we talk about these record numbers, 2.4 million illegal border crossings in, in one year alone, those are the known crossings. There are, of course, the numbers that get away, those gotaways that aren't accounted for here. And then there's the number of gotaways that we, not, we don't even know if they came across. So these numbers could be much, much higher. It's certainly time for Texas to take the lead. It's time for Texas to fight back. And we'll see what happens with these particular pieces of legislation, but certainly border security advocates are hoping that the state does everything in its power to push back against the illegal invasion from Mexico. A state lawmakers putting the Texas House leadership on notice, saying that their latest attempt at school choice is not a serious bill. School choice being one of the other items that Governor Abbott added onto this third special session. Well, last week, State Representative Brad Buckley, who chairs the House Education Committee, filed House Bill 1, 
It's a nearly 200-page proposal that combines teacher pay raises, school finance, some other things, with a very limited education savings account program. For comparison, while the Senate's version would give $8,000 to each student to spend on private schools and other education expenses, the current House version limits that to 75% of the average funding per pupil at public schools, or around $6,000. Students with disabilities from low-income families would receive priority under the House's version. Additionally, and this is big, the bill has a cap of only 25,000 students in its first year. Legislation would also overhaul the state's A through F accountability ratings for public schools, removing the ratings entirely for the current school year. The legislation has also been criticized for expanding, uh, for the expansion of the controversial State of Texas Assessment of Academic Readiness. You probably better know it as the STAR test. Governor Greg Abbott's office said, the bill differs from what the governor's office had negotiated with the House's leadership team, selected by the speaker earlier in the session. State Representative Steve Toth, meanwhile, has also blasted the proposal in a video posted on X. He said, this is not a serious bill any more than Dade Phelan is a serious speaker. Serious people that are serious about education know that we need to curtail the expansion of high stakes testing, not expand it. So the bill is dead. Again, a reminder, we are halfway through the third special session it appears a compromise is nowhere in sight yet on the issue of educational freedom. Lastly, Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson has officially launched a new organization she says will help elect and retain more Republican mayors in urban cities. Eric Johnson, he was elected as a Democrat, served in the Texas House as a Democrat. He announced his switch in party affiliation last month. He founded the Republican Mayors Association for like-minded mayors around the U.S. to learn from each other and share best practices for, quote, upholding conservative principles at the municipal level. The organization cites many failures cities face under Democrat leadership, including defunding the police, crumbling infrastructure, high taxes, homelessness, and, of course, rising crime. Additionally, the association blasts virtue signaling and wasteful spending on government programs. After Eric Johnson switched party affiliations last month, Dallas became the largest city in the country to have a Republican mayor. Fort Worth is the next largest U.S. city run by a Republican. That would be Mayor Matty Parker. Republican Party of Texas Chairman Matt Rinaldi told Texas Scorecard that this new organization will help Republican mayors succeed and grow a GOP majority in major cities. You can check out more of today's stories at TexasScorecard.com.